it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down Free for the stars You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you good and good female sports fans because we are trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right. Coming to you each and every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join us, there are several different ways. One, pick up your telephone and dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash sports 2 That is the number two. All right. And you can also find us on Facebook Live. Yes. Coming to you at a stream near you. All right. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is how you join us. Okay. little housekeeping here. Make sure you go to that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Click on the follow link. Uh, most importantly, though, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Also, you can find us in iTunes. All right. So just Type in your iTunes account, um, LL Sports 2 with TJ, and click subscribe. All right, just helps to keep you updated, remind us about the show, show synopsis, all that good stuff, because I know we get busy with that thing called life. All right, so let's see what's on my mind tonight. Well, it is in the news, all over the news. Can you believe it? The, the um, father figure of all of us. Maybe, uh, you know, we're the ones who didn't have a father figure. But, you know, we were definitely proud of the Huxtables back in the 80s, early 90s. And uh, old Bill Cosby released, all right, in Philadelphia, 
So that's what's on my mind. I'm going to leave it at that right now because I definitely, uh, hopefully we'll get to talk about this with the ladies. Um, hopefully at the end of the show we'll come back around to this. But, you know, y'all hit us up and on the timeline and everything. What you think about uh, old Bill Cosby being released from prison today? Okay, no for future charges. Um, I know that there's some silver suits going on with him, but um, very interesting. I would love to hear what y'all have to say. But, you know, this is a sports show, so let me go ahead and get to the rundown of the rundown, what we will be talking about tonight. Of course, NBA playoff picture. Again, there are four remaining, but I'm telling you what, those Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks and the L.A. Clippers, they are not going down without a fight. Talking about staying alive, all right? Scotty Pippen, he sure has a lot to say. But is he saying anything? Or is he just trying to sell that bourbon and that memoir coming out? I don't know. Controversial coaching hires in the NBA. Of course, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes. Wednesday, Wikipedia. Lucinda's lyrics. TJ's motivational moment. Oh, so much more. You already know. A jam-packed show for you on LL Sports 2. So we will go ahead and get to our first break. The breaks tonight, just hopefully some feel-good music. Celebrating a birthday girl tonight. So, again, you know, just hopefully something you can move and groove to in the middle of all of this wonderful dialogue we will be bringing to you tonight. All right, so with that, we will go ahead and jump into our first break. And then on the outside of that, NBA Eastern Western Conference Finals recap. NBA, fantastic, y'all. We're going to get right into it after the break. LL Sports 2 with who? Your girl, TJ. We'll be right back.
That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Superfly. <laughs> What's going on there? That's my mommy on the in the house, Denise Green, holding down that timeline for you, girl. Always uh, holding it down for LL Sports 2. Ooh, have a crew with me. So blessed, so blessed. All right, going to bring in the ladies here right after we get through this recap. They are playing basketball, y'all. They are playing basketball in the East and the West. All right. So we're going to kick it off in the East. We have the Bucks and the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, that we ain't going nowhere. All right. We know that uh, we have four games in the books, and this series is tied at two. Why? Because in game four last night, the Hawks took care of business, won 10-88. No Trey Young. No problem. All right. <laughs> Lou Williams came and stepped in. He was uh he did not come off the bench. He was in the starting lineup. Twenty one points, shot seven of nine from the field, eight assists, five rebounds. Bogdanovich, twenty points, shot sixteen of fourteen from three point range, five assists, three rebounds, and four steals. Herder, red velvet, fifteen points, six rebounds, and seven assists. Clint Capella, 15 points. He shot six of seven from the field, seven rebounds, and reddish, 12 points, five rebounds, and two, five rebounds, two assists, and two steals. All right. So I'm telling you, Atlanta Hawks, no Trey Young, but Trey looks he, he looks mighty good jumping up and down there on that Clint Capella from back uh, behind the backboard shot. I was like, all right, Trey, look like your foot is all right over there on the bench, but it's okay. <laughs> Hawks did not need him last night. Milwaukee Bucks, Drew Holiday, 19 points, shot 6 of 17 from the field, 9 assists, 5 rebounds. Chris Middleton, 16 points, only 16, had, what, 38 in game three? 
shot 0 of 7 from three-point range, eight rebounds, five assists, two steals. But the woo scare of the night, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he only had 14 points, shot 7 of 10 from the field, eight rebounds, three assists because he had to leave in the third quarter. I believe it was seven minutes left. He went out with a hyper-extended knee. Your knee is not supposed to buckle like that when you come down after trying to uh, block a shot. But um, thankfully, no structural damage, but uh, he is doubtful for tomorrow. But they also said that, um, who was it, Uh, Chris Paul, no, James Harden, he went from doubtful to questionable to game time decision, and then he he laced up his, you know, his sneakers in that, uh, in in the, the, the Brooklyn Nets series, so we shall see, but Man, Milwaukee shot 8 of 39 from three-point range. Let me repeat that. They put up 39 threes and only made eight. Did you not know that they weren't working after 15? Maybe 10. How about 20? But, no, you want to put up 39 and you only made eight. Yeah, so no wonder they lost the game. I'm telling you. Honestly, you know, if the Hawks pull this out, I will be so happy for them because who – no one expected the Hawks to, 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 to take it this far. But, you know, I, I am pulling from Milwaukee um, only because I, I love Giannis. And, and, you know, when you've paid your dues, he's been in it, been at it. You know, Trey Young, he's young. But don't get me wrong, you know, I know any given year anything can happen. So, like I said, if the Hawks win, I'll be happy. But I really am pulling for Giannis to, to come through. So, you know, for him to go out uh, with the injury, again, you just don't – you want to see a team at full strength. Uh, but – I'm going to save my thoughts for when the ladies come in, but, man, I'll tell you what. But game five tomorrow night, like I said, series is tied to all. We're starting back at zero. Everybody did what they were supposed to do. They they stole one on the uh, visitors visitors court. So now they head back to Milwaukee. We'll have to see what goes on with Trey Young for Atlanta. We'll have to see what goes on with uh, Milwaukee and Giannis Antetokounmpo. But, man. This is a series, and this is what you want to look forward to when it comes down to the playoffs, all right? Now let's go ahead and move to the west side. The Suns lead this series 3-2. to two. Why? Because the Clippers said they ain't going nowhere, at least right now, okay? Because <laughs> we do have a game six tonight. But in game five, Clippers took it 116-102, backs against the wall, and the Clippers came out swinging. Paul George, 41 points, count them. 15 of 20 from the field, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals. Reggie Jackson, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Marcus Morris, 22 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. And DeMarcus Cousins came in contributing on this game. 15 points, 2 rebounds, and 3 assists. Paul George, he is the uh, after game 5, the third player with 30 points on 80% uh, field goal shooting. And uh, that was in the second half. He joins Anthony Davis back in 2020 and Dwayne Wade in 2010 in the last 25 postseasons. Also has 20-plus points in all 18 games this postseason. Fourth in Clippers history with 40 points in a playoff game. Uh, the Clippers, they now they had a four-game win streak when facing elimination on the road. And for the Clippers, this is the most wins any single postseason when they trail in a series. Uh, they have seven wins in a single postseason. All right. For Phoenix, Devin Booker had 31 points, broke nose and all. Nine of 22 from the field, shot four of six from three-point range, four rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Chris Paul, 22 points, shot eight of 19 from the field. He was a goose egg from three-point range, though. He shot 0 of 6 
three rebounds, eight assists. DeAndre Ayton only had 10 points. He shot five of nine from the field with 11 rebounds. So, again, they have game six tonight in L.A. That's against the wall. Will the Clippers come out swinging again? Only time will tell. All right? And also for Paul George, he ranks in the top five in, um, what is it, one, two, four categories um, in this this postseason here. What are those categories? Well, let's, let me run them down to you. He ranks first in points with 490 points this postseason. He ranks first in minutes, 735 minutes this postseason. He ranks third in rebounds, 174 rebounds this postseason, and fifth in assists. He has 100 this postseason. All right. And so with that, whoo, got to get into. All right. And as you already know, we have got a jam-packed show for you. And I got to give you the 411. All right. So with the 411, I have to bring in the other two ladies here. We got the triple threat holding it down tonight. Who is the triple threat tonight? I'm so glad you asked. It's TJ. It is Aunt Lou. And it is Janelle. Ladies, holler if you hear me. Ah! I knew she was going to do it. I knew she was going to do that. (laughs) Thank you for the alley-oop, Aunt Lou. But let me say, didn't she? You don't follow instructions, dude. She said holler. That was a holler. Holler. (laughs) I love it, Aunt Lou. I knew you were going to do that. We can do the alley oop on blog, on blog talk radio too. You better ask somebody. <laughs> I love it. Hey, lady. Hey, teacher. Hey, darling. <laughs> oh, y'all, what's going on? All right, let's go ahead. We're gonna get into it. Jump right on into it. All right. Well, you know me. I don't. I don't play favorites. We're gonna start with the winning team. Well, no, hold on. Everybody winning. What? Flip a coin here. All right. I think we're going to start with the West Coast, right, because I, I got a little bit more questions for you on this side. So we're going to start with the Clippers. Um, hey, Lou, your Clippers going into game six tonight. Uh, let's see here. How do, you, how do you feel? Do you feel good about getting this win tonight? Yes, I do. We can't miss. We can't afford to miss. We can't afford to miss. No, I'm sorry. We can't afford to lose. We can't afford to lose. So uh, we got to we got to win every game, six and seven, in order to to, to be NBA uh, on the west side. The champs on the west side. They just made it harder for themselves. But you know, it, it's not like it's impossible. That's true. Nothing is impossible. That is yeah. so true. Oh, I'm so sorry, Lou. Real quick. Shout out to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Lou, yeah, and I see it in the house. My Auntie Karen shot down, holding down the fourth stagger. She says, Go Hawks. Miss Laverne, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. August 1st. I can't wait. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Lou. Talk about the Clippers. They just, they blew one of the, they gave away, I think it was, because this is game five that we won. Okay, game four, they just meant, I just think they froze. I don't know what happened there, but they just, they kind of just gave it up. You know, they they get the big leads and then they, then these people come back on them. But uh, they definitely going to have to have a lead and they're going to have to hold on to the lead or at least stay within 10 to 12 points, of, of, you know, ahead of them. But, mm-hmm. um 
and they got to stop it. You know, and Paul George, I really think Paul George cost us a game five. I really do. I mean, four. Because that boy shot more attempts than anybody and made, God didn't make any of them. I was so disappointed. I told him they need to sit his butt down right about now and let somebody <laughs> else shoot. And it seemed like since he wasn't doing good, all the rest of them, the other guys were scared. They would be passing, looking good passing, but, you know, we got time to pass. We're getting uh, penalties because we ain't shooting and making, and, and you know, beating a timer. Mm-hmm. Girl, I I need to be out there playing. I really do. I need to be coaching them because I would be, I would be knocking them all upside the head and asking, "What are you doing out there? We ain't got time to be uh, finesse and smooth. We need to be out there shooting every chance we get." Ooh, Coach Taylor Robinson, you better break it down. You making break it, down, play by play. You heard me, Janelle. Did you hear me? Yes, I did. <laughs> I love it. Three four seven eight six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. The triple threat in the house. Ain't Lou just running down what happened in, in, in game four? But the, you know the Clippers that came back in game five. Pushing. But you know, ain't Lou? I think you said this last week, and you've been saying it through the playoffs. Y'all play better when you're back against the wall. I don't know what it. Maybe it's a mental thing. Maybe y'all just have to know that you are one shoe lace out the door before y'all put you know tighten them shoes up and, and just do what you need to do. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, babe. I, I do. I totally agree with you. But it, I don't like it. Look, I don't like to be behind. I really don't. And you know, and um, and I'm sure Lou probably don't either. You know, uh, Rue, Lou, what's my my coach's name? Lou. He doesn't like to be. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so yeah, uh, he doesn't like to be uh, be playing behind either. You know, you should always be ahead. You know, or either side by side, because then something you can pull off on them. But you, when you're behind, it's more work and it's just extra work. So now they, I mean, they can't afford to lose. They definitely can't afford to lose tonight because we'll be out. But then That's come true. Game Seven, you, you do not get to Game Seven just to lose Game Seven. So. I expect so you them think they're gonna be able to? You think they're gonna be able to pull off three in a row? Girl, they didn't pull out four or five in a row. So yes, indeed. You know, I got keep hope alive. That's my team. Yes, I do. I have confidence in those Clippers, even though they they kind of upset me a little bit. You know, but I, I still have confidence. I mean, they, they uh, did you? Uh, y'all still ain't listening to me? Ka- Ka- uh, Kawhi said, Kawhi, he said that he, they they wanted a championship. Now, he might not be there to play it, but he sure won it. And every mm-hmm. night, you know, they they, they 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 just showed that they got fight in them and stuff. But it's like, why you got to stay behind, people? I wish I could talk to him. Probably should go mm-hmm. to the next game. Well, just put, it, put the back signal in the air. They'll see it. Okay, I'm got to do something, girl. But uh, right. but yeah, they, but but y'all got to give it to them. They've been playing public. And you know what the problem is? What I notice is they got to stop letting um, Phoenix uh, uh, set the tempo because see, Phoenix Phoenix tempo is much faster than ours. And Phoenix might they be going fast, but they shooting and they making their shot. We got to hold it like we do, and they dribble and look and do that. But they got to they got to put Phoenix into their tempo, you know, instead of us being in, in Phoenix tempo. Because we'll never win like that. But I, I notice when they slow it down and they get mm-hmm. the pass and they and they, they shoot more with confidence. And even if they miss it, uh, somebody eventually will. You know, at one point you got to stop trying to shoot threes and get your buddy in there in the paint. You know, get in the paint, baby. It's okay. And, you yeah. know, this is flip. 
and then uh, what's the boy name? I slap him across his head. He missing a slam dunk. How you gonna miss a slam dunk? You right under the basket and you slamming it in the thing and even going in. The ball's not even going in. Who does that? Lucinda can shoot better than that. Yeah, I think we've had one of those. He, he, he series to a uh, missed dunk. Dwight Howard had one previously. Uh, yeah, I think we've had about three three missed dunks. Um, in each of the series. What's up, Ryan? Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. I see you, Mr. Vern. I see Kim in the house. He says, go Raiders. You already know this Nine and Nation, Nine and Empire, baby. All right. Um, but, yeah, I think we, we've definitely had some missed dunks in the series. Janelle, are you surprised at how well the Clippers are doing without Kawhi, though? Yes, I am. I'm definitely surprised about that. Okay. Yeah, it's a... Uh... They're pulling it together, though. I, I'm, I'm very um, – I'm with you, Aunt Lou. It's like it, they're just a, a little bit – uh, the Clippers, you know, it's like they – they. Um, I don't know. They're, they come out with, with, like, the right mindset, it seems like, but like you said, they do allow Phoenix to dictate the tempo in the first half. And then they readjust and then come out in the second half with maybe a little bit more focus. I, I don't know if that's, if that's really what I want to say, but it, um, it just seems like they need to come out tip at, you know, at, at game time tip and just go for it. I don't know. And be consistent. Yeah, they're not consistent. And I, I don't know if they hyper AD. My students and my students are ADD and ADHD. I don't know if they some of that or what. But uh, I just know that 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 young kid, uh, what's his name, that that shot 39 points one game. He has never really came back like he can. And and then sometimes I think Lou be putting the wrong people in there. Sometimes, see the way we won game four, uh, five. No, not mm-hmm. no. The, it was game three that we won. The way we won game three, I would have came back game four with that same lineup. Girl, if something ain't broken, you don't need to be trying to fix it. But he be going in there and. and and, and mixing up stuff, and you know, sometimes those, you know, they don't gel with each other. You know what I mean? But but, but I would at least start it out with the way that I started out in, in the game, the, the previous game that we won. And then, you know, if it wasn't working, then you start mixing them up. But you know, sometimes when you pull them guys out and don't give them much time to play, they be cold, and it takes a while for them to get hot. But see, uh, George was in there. George and played most of all the all the minutes, and George was just was missing. So they should have stopped giving the ball to George. They really should have. You know, leader or no leader, sometimes you got to just, you know, pull. You got to help the leader out. Yeah, well, okay. I, I think Aunt Lewis uh, is pretty much broken down all right for the Clippers. Shout out to Anthony. What's going on? How you been, brother? Uh, let's see. Harold Chambers in the house. Thank you all so much for tuning into the show tonight. All right, so like I said, we'll see tonight. Clippers back against the wall once again. And uh, will they come out swinging and push this to a game seven? Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. All right, let's pivot here to the East Coast. The Atlanta Hawks, no Trey Young, no problem. Janelle, two questions. How proud of you are? How proud of your team are you? And did you expect that type of domination without Trey Young? Um, I'm extremely proud of them. 
I, I can't be more proud of them because they did what they do. Because if you remember correctly, when Trey missed another game, they stepped up and won the game. I expected them to win, but I just didn't expect them to dominate like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thoroughly impressed. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, they want to talk about how when Giannis went out, it didn't matter because even when Giannis was in, I mean, the, the the game was close in the first half, but it's just like the Hawks had, they were on a mission. Um and honestly, I feel like when the Milwaukee Bucks knew that Trey Young was not going to be in the game, they were like, okay, no problem. We can just walk our way through this. Okay, you're going to keep walking, and you're going to walk yourself back to Milwaukee and walk into the locker room and be clearing it out because you will not be going to the NBA Finals. I am just – that's one thing I'm, I'm just – the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey, Lou, you talk about the uh, Clippers being inconsistent. The Bucks are, have to be the most inconsistent team. And, again, they shot 8 of 39 from three-point range. That is absolutely ridiculous. If you know no bread and butter is in the paint, meaning Giannis Antetokounmpo taking the ball to the paint and can't nobody stop him, why are y'all shooting free? What is this? We need to talk. We need to have lunch. We definitely had that game because in the first quarter we was leading, in the second quarter we was leading, in the third quarter we was leading, in the fourth quarter. It didn't make a difference that Giannis went out in the third quarter. We had that game. Yeah. I know. Is that, uh, Y'all kept it too, baby. Kept it. Them babies were playing. And I just, you know, like, like I said, I, I'm, I'm pulling for, I just want a good series. But if I if I'm being honest, you know, I would like to see the Milwaukee Bucks advance just because, you know, I do want to see Giannis get a ring. Playing them, Atlanta Hawks, they are going to be around for a while. Um, I, I I do not think this is going to be the last that we've seen of the, of the Hawks. But you know, I just I, I I'm pulling for the for Milwaukee. Just I, I want to see them them win. But they are really disappointing me because it's official. They do not have a killer instinct. They do not have that uh, pull the trigger. And, you know, we have our, you know, we got them down on the road. Let's just go ahead and put them put, put them down completely. The Bucks could have come in, no Trey Young, taken care of this, gone home with the 3-1 lead, and wrapped it up. Now, not to say that the Hawks were not going to give them a fight. I, 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 by no means, because the Hawks have always shown and proved. But what was the game? Uh, game two, yeah, it went to 125-91. I mean, if you know you have the two-time defending MVP and reigning defensive player of the year, why do you have a three-point line? I, I, I just do not understand that. So, again, Milwaukee Bucks have no killer instinct, and this is, this is a toss-up. In the words of Tupac, toss-up. Because Bucks go mess around and – they're going to be at home, and Atlanta Hawks will be advancing to the NBA Finals. Uh, I told you the Hawks was going to do that, baby. I told you that they was going to be the East Side winners. You don't listen. But I told you about the West Side, too. Yeah. Before it's over, y'all going to believe ain't Lou. Before it's over. 
I'm just I'm I'm just proud of Lil Williams for stepping up in in uh in Trey's place. He he stepped up and did what he was supposed to do as point guard. So you know he was a ex, he's a former Clipper. Uh, uh, you know that baby, right? Now because he's a former Clipper, yeah. that's that's why he did well. Hey, Lou, if you don't get on, I, I, I wasn't saying that. I wasn't implying that. I need you to back it up, chicken. Back it up, chicken. Quack, quack, quack. Um. Oh, I just okay. I thought chickens. <laughs> wait a minute. I thought chickens clucked. Now she quacking. <laughs> no, I just was wondering what happened to him. Cause look, I remember he was on. He was with us last year, right? And I'm like, what happened to him? Then I look over there. That boy is on the Atlanta Hawk side, and he's That's a young nice. kid. He's a, he's a young kid though, but he's he, he you know he was he was contributing to. Well, we had no names on our team. Yes, he did. Hey, yes, he was. I uh, young. Hey, look. Huh? Lemon Pepper Lou is not young. He looks young. He's tall he as Doc. He lo- he's, he looks young. Uh, how young? How old is the boy? But he looks young. No, I think, uh, no he's been in the league for a minute. Early thirties. Okay. Well, he looks young. Yeah. I guess that is young. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I saw him over there doing his thing for those Hawks. I said, I know, man. They got one of our players. We we really need him right now. I, well, think I, think, he, I think he got, has more fire in him right now than he did when he was playing with the Clippers because of the fact that he's from here. Yeah. Not, and not only that, Janelle, he's playing with some fired-up boys. Um, George and um, and Leonard are older, you know, and, and they play like, you know, that's why they got that slow old-school See, If they were playing against Phoenix, they both fast-paced teams like that. You know, it was just you just you just have to look and see they're going this way, they're going that way, they're going this way. You know, because they just got so much energy. Well, I don't know if it's the home cooking. I don't know if it's, if it's being back in Atlanta. You know, he got easy access to them lemon pepper wings. You know, down there on uh, Spring Street or whatever. Street. <laughs> you don't leave that boy and his wings alone. <laughs> you know, I love old lemon pepper loose. But uh, at his uh, uh, what what they call it, the shoe store that they like to go to, the shoe gallery. But um, uh, but yeah, I was just messing with me. the the house did the doggos. I mean, Red Velvet, uh, Bogdanovich, uh, everybody, everybody. And then your little yeah, we uh, had what, six, we had six players, six players in double figures. So that was <laughs> awesome. I mean, the Hawks, Let me tell you something. Nate McMillan, he he really should have won Coach of the Year. I mean, I know you have to. They have to stop it at the, at the regular season. But even with the regular season, how he got the Atlanta Hawks turned around, I really think he was robbed this year. He should have. He should have won Coach of the Year because the way that he has those boys playing and believing in themselves. You know, everybody. Uh, we didn't even hear from John Collins in Game Four. That's that's how well the others stood up. So shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. Like I said, this is. They are doing the doggone thing. And um, Atlanta, stand up. That's, that's all I can say. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. They, there's Lopez in the house. Thank you so much. Reginald Johnson in the house. They, Jersey says, so do you think that the Clippers come back? Yes, I do. I think that the Clippers push it to a game seven. Now, is it me or do the, uh, do the Phoenix Suns seem to not be playing as well with old CP3 back in the lineup. Looks like the Phoenix Suns were doing a lot better when Chris Paul wasn't there, when they didn't 
learn to depend on what you just observing. I feel the same way. CP3 is out there, but he's making a lot of mistakes. And they not. Is I would have thought with CP3 out there, they would be you know way ahead of us. And mm-hmm. the only reason you know, the shooting from both teams have just been poor. You know, if you just want to be honest, in most of the game. Uh, but but the thing of it is, the defense has been just dangerous. Mm-hmm. They've been playing. And we've been playing defense. That defense is tighter than tight. You know that, girl. And that's why he's been, you know, low scoring, you know. But uh, but it's just that they've been missing shots, just easy shots. You look at them and you just figure that that's a three, that's a two. And, girl, they just be going in and out or even not even getting close to the basket. And they definitely ain't back, you know, banking nothing. Quit Ivy in the house, Miss. In the house. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Quinn says the Bucks gonna win it all. Just watch and see. Uh, Sagerly, let's see. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'm trying to keep up with the timeline here. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, this, these, both of these series are just. If you are not back in the, watching basketball, you are really missing um, a, a lot of, of good good ball. Um, well, ladies, you know I want to. Uh, pose the question real quick before we get off of off of the East Coast here. And, you know, with all of the changes and the mix-up and everything that's going on in Dallas, you know, they head coach resigned, GM resigned. Um, they're saying that Luka Doncic might be a little uh, pretentious. He might be a little hard to work with out there in Dallas. So, um, you know, the Atlanta Hawks uh, traded, traded Luka away. Got Trey Young. So, Janelle, I'm going to pose a question to you first. I guess this might be a two-part question. Um, one, is that like in the rearview mirror? Do you not even remember or think about that trade? And if you were to start your own franchise today, who would you want to start it around, Luca or Trey? So, uh, Janelle, we have to- Oh, I definitely remember. I definitely remember. I think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um because I remember thinking that um, with the style that, of play that Trey had at the time, he didn't have help. He didn't have anybody that was going to be able to do anything with him. And we didn't have a coach that was going to be able to give him what he needed. Um, okay. But uh, building around the two, it would have to be Trey. Okay. Okay. Because he okay. he 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 knows he not only knows how to play solo ball, he knows how to play team ball and get his team activated. He knows how to he knows how to build them up when he's when he's not able to do what needs to be done. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Lou, do you want to chime in on that question? Chime in on that question. Who mm-hmm. would I have? I don't know that other guy. So, Luka Doncic, was, the, the guy from um, Dallas Mavericks. Mhm. Yeah, I don't really know him. Okay. But you know, for he's me, the I one, would. Have... He's the one that came in as a rookie, although he played professional ball overseas for two years. Okay. Well, you know, like like that's gonna make a difference, to ain't Lou? But I would say wow. for me, I would, I would use Trey Young. He's a He's young. I like his attitude. He's a 
Good boy, he, he can make mistakes out there, but he's not too hard on himself to the point where he, you know, he, he's hard on himself, but he's like, I'm not going to shut down or whatever. And he does and try to do whatever he can to, to you know, to lead, to uh, get a win for his team, you know. To, and um, I just I, I, I just love it. It's the youth, y'all. It's just the, the youthfulness with them, with this team. They, um, mm-hmm. they just, it's like they're hungry. They're hungry for a championship. And uh, and I just I believe that that they're so hungry that they gonna move past everything else. I bet you they watching these videos and stuff, you know, of the previous games and seeing where they made their mistakes and everything. Mm-hmm. And they just you know, and and it's and then they're strong too, you know, being the younger ones. They're they're stronger and 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 got the more willpower than some of the older ones. So I just I just I just feel like that I they gonna be on on the east side. That they gonna be the east side winners. I, I believe that. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, so Anthony says, um, Luca all he says Luca all day and he says Luca is a triple double every night. And I agree with that. I do agree with that. But I think you know, you know how they say hindsight is twenty twenty and coming into the league, you know, everyone was saying, you know, Luca was gonna be the man, Trey Young will be a good fit for Atlanta, woo woo woo, but Luca was the overall um, all around better player. But like I said, twenty twenty is you know what I'm saying? You, you you could think you know something, but until you actually see it, you may want to revisit your 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 opinion. And ladies, I am in agreement with you. I would want to build my franchise around Trey because I think there is obviously something going on uh, with Luca at this point in his career. Now, who's to say that he can't change? He might mellow out and you know become a better teammate, or maybe get his feelings under wrap a little bit better. But, yes, you can be a walking triple-double every night. But if that's all you're going to produce, like are you going to win, meaning are you going to be, like, getting your stats and all of that? Yeah, you may be in the Hall of Fame because of the stats you produce, but is your team going to win, i.e. a Russell Westbrook? Or are you going to be a better team player and you make your team around you? Because let's let's take the, the two incidents that we have now. Trey Young out in game four of the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks rallied around that boy, listened to their coach, and they did a dominating, had a dominating presence in game four. You switch that to Dallas, I don't think that Dallas does that. I think they lose that game without Don, with, without Luka in the lineup. And so I think that's just the mentality and the, you know, the, the structure or the, or the baby family atmosphere, whatever you want to call it, chemistry. Um, but I think building your, your franchise around Trey, your team is going to go a lot further than building it around Aluka. So I'm agree with, with y'all ladies. All right. All right, y'all. So with that, on that note, uh, anybody want to chime in real quick before we take a break? On that? Um, yeah, I, just, I just got one thing to say. Go Hawks. Oh, <laughs> Whatever, Luke. Okay, TJ. Uh-huh. All right, let me, I have something to say too. Go Clippers! <laughs> That's all right, y'all. I am not mad at you. Not mad at y'all. TJ is not over until it's over. That's right. That is so true. I'm telling you, Clippers. They, they play. They play a different ball game when they back against the wall. Telling yeah, they you, do. oh, I'd be surprised if they lose tonight. I really would. I I, I would be very surprised if this does not go seven games. 
But we still see. We have to see, you know, if they come out with that hunger. If they want it. If they want it bad enough, we still see. All right. But, TJ, so do you think they're going to be able to pull off three games in a row? They've done it. Tell her, TJ, they've done it. They can. They can. But if, they, if they if they get the right mindset, I trust Tyron Luke. I mm-hmm. do. And um, if anybody can get them three games in a row, Tyron can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They won four in a row last series. That's what I'm, as I told you now. She ain't, she's not counting. I'm going to have to teach her how to count. They came, they won four in a row. Every series that they have won, they have been behind. Yeah, this but they haven't one, played a Phoenix Suns team either, though, ain't Lou. Right. Yeah. I understand that, but we're talking about a different team. One thing that you got to understand is every level that you go up, it's a completely different ball game. That's mm-hmm. true. But you but but you got to remember too, as you go up, baby, you're advancing and you're getting better. Because otherwise, if you wasn't getting better, you wouldn't be up there on the last level. Talk to me, America. Uh, uh-uh, not America. Okay, CJ, if you don't take us the break, if right, if you don't, please take us the break. Please. But isn't it true, though, ladies? Every level that you go up is getting harder and harder because you, you're playing a better team, but it's making you be a better person for you to keep winning. Yes or no? That's all I want to say. Can, can anybody answer that? Drop the mic, Aunt Lou. Just drop the mic right there. Okay, let me drop. This is all. Woo-wee! We are all one tonight, LS42 and the Triple Track. Well, it's time to go to break, but that means it is time for roll call. Now, are you with me? I'm in the house. Ain't Lou? What don't you want to say? (laughs) (laughs) I'm quiet. Look, Janelle's in the house. Ain't Lou is is quiet as a mouse. And TJ is about to take
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. The triple threat is in the house. It is Janelle. It is Aunt Lou. It is TJ. And is that song not apropos? Because that is what the Atlanta Hawks and the L.A. Clippers said. They are staying alive, okay? They ain't going nowhere. Somebody help me here. All right, (laughs) y'all. Go, TJ. Go, baby. Then it's the basketball news here. So we were just talking about, you know, Luca. DJ, you didn't let me finish what I was saying. Oh, dear. Was, okay. Did you just give me give me uh, less than twenty seconds? Okay. What? I I had to finish my rhyme and you didn't let me do it. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I, when you took the pause, you were done. But okay, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, Danelle is in the house, and Aunt Lou is quiet as a mouse while TJ is over there waiting on her spouse. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Well, I'm glad I cut you off. <laughs> oh, no, for the, for the purposes of rhyming, okay. Great job, baby, great job. Okay. On that note. Or maybe buying a new house, uh, look, looking at it, uh, getting ready to buy a new house, or something like oh, that. Oh, right now, yeah, there we go, there we go. Right. <laughs> I ain't waiting on him. He's going to come when, when, you know, when the Lord send it, but I ain't over here waiting. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump back to some basketball news here. So like I said, um, especially staying on with the, with the Mavericks. So there have been two new coaching hires in the league, um, Portland Trailblazers, and the Dallas Mavericks. And so the Trailblazers have decided to go with L.A. Clippers assistant coach Chauncey Billups, and the Dallas Mavericks are going with Jason Kidd. Well, we all know the history behind Jason Kidd because Jason Kidd has already had two, count them, not one, but two head coaching jobs, the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks previously. So why people are just continuously trying to bring this up, but they are. And Chauncey Billis actually had, you know, just a little run-in, a um, little blemish in his past as well. Well, I just wanted to uh, play a little audio from, uh, play a little audio for you. This is from First Take. Um, Charlie Arnold, she sat in for Molly Caram and Kendra Perkins and uh, Dominique Foxworth was sitting in for Stephen A. and Max. And I just want to uh, play this video, play this audio for you. And then just get your opinions, your overall opinions, ladies, on, um, you know, should this really be a concern? Is this a bad look for, for the NBA? But let's take a listen to the audio first. First, you're going to hear from Charlie. He's going to break down, you know, just the, uh, what, what happened in each of the, the, the men's past. And then we'll hear from Kendrick Perkins and his opinion on the question asked. Let's take a listen. Now, both have amazing resumes. However, off-court issues have led to questions surrounding their hires. In 2001, Kidd was arrested for suspicion of hitting his wife and pleaded guilty to spousal abuse. Then in 2012, he also pleaded guilty to a DUI. Phillips, on the other hand, settled a civil case in 1997 when a woman alleged that he and his former teammate, Ron Mercer, raped her. 
Criminal charges were never filed, but according to police reports, a rape kit examination displayed injuries consistent with sexual assault. The Blazers have looked into the matter again before hiring Billups, and they were able to not really drop anything new. But Perk, you got to look at all of these factors. Are these hires a bad look for the league, would you say? No, no, it's not. You know, you know it's a bad look in the NBA to be writing these articles at this time. That's what's a bad look. Because guess what? When Jason Kidd and Chauncey Billup, when they were the product and they were put on the shelves and they were selling out and they were making money and they were around here delivering championships and making all-star games and selling out jerseys and signing autographs, Everything was all fine and dandy when you were the product. Now, all of a sudden, when two African-Americans have learned from their mistakes, and when I'm talking about Jason Kidd, he learned from his mistakes. He had two head coaching highs since then. He was an assistant coach with the Los Angeles Lakers, won the championship. Nothing was said. This man has changed his life. Rick Carlisle endorsed him. Uh, Dirk Nowinski endorsed him. Not a word was said. And when you look at what Chauncey Billups has done, all right, finished his uh, hell of a career, assistant under Ty Lue, worked on our network at ESPN and was a hell of a commentator, did a hell of a job, should have been a GM in my eyes instead of being a coach because he's that great of evaluating talent. That's how special he is to the game. But soon as you're, soon as African Americans can take that leap, and, been, and getting place of power, this is when, when it all starts to come out. This is when these writers want to start bringing up people past, like everyone don't have a damn past. I'm pretty sure we all have something that we done when we were younger that we wouldn't do again. Now, I, I get it. If you, if, if, with Jason Kidd's situation, if he was a repeated, repeated uh, offender, and it, 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 was, it was something that he was, he was doing time and time again, okay, I can see that. But this man has grown from that. Chauncey Billups wasn't accused of anything. No criminal charges. Let it go. Let these, men, let these people get their jobs that they deserve and move on. And move on. Appreciate that, Perk. Seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Um, and so, ladies, I pose the question: Is it time for everyone to move on? Janelle, we gonna kick off with you. I understand what he's saying um, in the sense that people make mistakes and they and they learn from their mistakes. I, I completely get that. I do. But there's something that you can't come back from. Um, I I feel like if, okay, especially in Jason Kidd's case, if he's been given a chance and and he's literally cleaned up his act and he hasn't had any more issues, then that's fine. But when you have, when you have certain situations, like I'm one that I don't care how, how much you how much you overlook it or how much you call yourself seeking help for it or going for it. Any type of abuse, whether it be um, you abusing a woman or a child or old people, it I can't tolerate that. That's, there's no coming back from that. You need to go sit down somewhere and find something else to do with yourself. Okay. All right. So bottom line, 
you don't think that either one of these gentlemen should be holding a head coaching position? Is that your stance? No, Jason Kidd is fine because he's done it before and he hasn't he hasn't had any issues. It's it's one thing when you when you show me that you can you you've actually grown and gotten better and you don't you know you you show that you 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 understood you made a mistake and you don't make the same mistake twice. I'm just mm-hmm. saying there are some things that you just can't come back from. And Jason Kidd's and Jason Kidd's case, yeah, it's fine that he that he's um, that they've given him that position because it's not his first time being in that position. You know what I mean? He's he's proven that he got his head on straight now. And that's another thing. As a as a player, your mindset is completely different than it is when you're a coach or when you're an assistant coach or when you're a GM. It, mm-hmm. it, your mindset is completely different. It, it's, I, I don't know what it is about. I, if the testosterone is just overwhelming for some of these players or what, but it's just it, it's amazing to me how different people can be when they're um when they're out of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And you know, people are definitely differently different, you know, from their teens to their twenties to their forties. Um, so I think is it that you have a problem with Chauncey Billups then being a coach? Or no? I kinda I do. That wrong? I, you do? I no you I kinda do. I I okay. I kinda do. Okay. All right. Well, Aunt Lou, let's let's get you in here real quick. What, what are your thoughts on uh, get Kristen me in here. Get me in here. Um, I, uh, I, I disagree with Janelle on that because uh, we all have a past, and you know, and and, and everybody make mistakes. Be you could be a child pedophile or rapist or woman beater, or whatever. But you can change. You know, you have to give people room to change. And I just firmly believe in giving people a chance until you show me otherwise. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, because uh, all of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And we all need them, and there's none of us righteous. So I just had to throw that in there. But um, but I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, they could, they should give him a chance. I mean, the way that the man spoke it and delivered it, so he was a little forceful there. He could have had a better choice of words. But I agree with him, you know what I mean, uh, if you tell me what one a white person or any person that doesn't have a past, but sometimes we can you you can pay pay it and keep that covered up, you know. Whereas other people's stuff is all out in the media. But uh, I just believe in giving people a chance, giving them a chance to prove themselves wrong, you know. And you could be, you know, you could you you could put them up there, and you might not trust them completely, and you could be monitoring them or whatever. But at least give them a chance. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Why should I tell you to monitor you? Huh? Well, you don't you don't have to pay, pay me. I mean, if you're smart, if I'm paying somebody, I pay you. But I'm still gonna watch you because I want you to represent me well, you know. And so, but 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 I'm still saying that I I trust you enough to to have hired you. But you know, but I'm still gonna keep my eyes on you. That's just me. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Triple threat in the house. St. Luke, Janelle, TJ, having a discussion about the uh, controversial hires in the NBA uh, over the past week. Uh, Portland Trailblazers decided to go with Chauncey Billups. Dallas Mavericks have chosen Jason Kidd, and we know that um, each of these um, black men have um, a I don't know if you want to call it a checkered past, spotted past, um, 
but is it something that should continuously be brought up when um, these men are trying to better themselves? Well, not want to better themselves, but, you know, when they're trying to make a living and, you know, feed their families as well. Um, and, ladies, you both bring very valid points. Um, and this is one thing that most I love about the show, especially when we see things, you know, from different vantage points. Um, and that, honestly, you know, I think that's what what, help, what makes this show um, when we see things differently. Um, but always, you know, respecting the the other person's point of view. Um, now, Janelle, let me ask you this: Does it matter that Chauncey was never charged with anything criminally, or is it just the fact that his name is? is mentioned with a possible potential rape with another teammate? For me, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. It's some things I have no tolerance for. Okay. All right. Um, You know, I, and and you said that you you think that Kendrick Perkins could have said it a better way. There's no other way that Kendrick Perkins could have said it. He is uh, no, he is all, uh, drink no taste. Okay, he is as raw as he gets, and that's about it. That's probably the best or or cleanest way he could have he could have delivered it on national TV. Which is one reason why I really love him. Sometimes it's hard to listen to him get to get through the whole synopsis. But uh, but I love Mr. Perkins. He's, he's borderline um, Charles Barkley. He's, he's on the on the verge of a Charles Barkley. But in all seriousness. I think if we were to know half of the things that went on in a quarter of the coach's background, we would probably be amazed. Um, I don't think that we know everything that goes on in these coaches. And then the fact that a lot of, you see it, and you see it in the NFL too, just the um, recycling of these coaches. I mean, Rick Carlisle, he was, he was already with the Indiana Pacers. What uh, I think I have it here somewhere, but 1997 to 2004, whatever. Then you know, left uh, basketball for a while, assistant coach. Then he went with, with the Mavericks, and now he's back with you know with the Pacers. Um, I, I just think that they always seem to find something to put that black mark or put that. Put that on our our, our, our black um, coaches, you know I'm in total agreement. Did it matter what they did when they were lacing up the lacing up the sneakers and putting the ball through the hoop, bringing in money for these franchises? Nobody cared about it then. But all of this was done, especially with Chauncey. You know that was done when he was what 19 years old. Um, now the thing with with Jason Kidd that was while he was in the league, um, he's admitted that he had a, you know anger management issues. Had problems with alcohol, um, and he has since, you know, rehabilitated himself. So the fact that we still need to just keep bringing up what they've done and what they what they've overcome, I, I do have a problem with that uh, because you're not the same person you were at 40 that you were at 20. You're not going to be the same person at 60 that you are at 40. I hope you're not. Um, you know, whether it's bad or worse. You know, but I, I think that you know each what is they say every seven years you change, but you're supposed to grow and you're supposed to learn and get better. So um, I don't know. Just 
if this is the only thing that they can have to keep them out of having a coaching job, and I don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, especially, you know, with Jason Kidd, he pled guilty to spousal abuse, you know, but that's between him and his wife. Now, if he puts his hands on a woman, and I hope you know if you're dealing with Jason Kidd, you might, you, you might want to watch what you say. I don't know. I hope he's being rehabilitated, but, you know, once you put your hands on a woman, you might continue to do that. I don't know. But I do know people that have changed from that. Um, I don't know. I just. If that's all you can say to keep them out of out of the job, I, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of other people who have skeletons in their closet as well. But that's what I say. I love about the show. We all have different opinions, and um, that's what makes the world go round. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports News. All right. So before we jump to our next topic, ladies, any other comments? Yes, I would say forgiveness is a must in every situation because uh, you never know when you might be caught up. You might not be caught up in the same kind of situation, but you might something might happen to you and you felt that this is the only way that I had to do what I had to do, uh, you know, and you would want forgiveness. I just think, you know, I just, you know, who are we to judge each other, you know what I mean, because we all you know, need Jesus. In, in well, his, that's in his. true. That's true, Aunt Lou, but, uh, you know, I, I'm first one to admit, I pray on this daily um, mm-hmm. because, you know, they say forgive but not forget. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. forgiveness is hard, and then sometimes it's easier said than done. And depending upon the, the, uh, the act that was done against me or someone that I love, I can't say I can turn the other cheek. Now, you know, I say y'all continue to pray for me. I am a daily, uh, 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 you know, daily I am trying to, to get better and, uh, you know, better myself. But uh, that's, that's a little easy, easier said than done, ain't it? Yeah, we all should forgive because, you know, like I said, God forgives us. Uh, but that's well, what maybe I have the yeah, word should... there for a reason. Right, but uh, we should forgive, but I wanted to say is uh, we shouldn't uh, judge someone on their past. Maybe I should have said that, you know, judging them on their past, because we all got a past, and he and none of us is without sin. Cast the first strong, please throw it, throw it at me. Hit me in my head, please. Okay, well, I don't want you to get knocked out and stay down too long. <laughs> I can't write my, my lyrics up. <laughs> be careful with you. Now, be careful with you bring away, guys. Look, exactly, uh, <laughs> My a work in progress. Yes, I am. I am admittedly a work in progress, especially when it comes to certain things. So, um, but you like to say, you know, yes, we all should should forgive. And uh, judgment is is for no one but you know, but God. But we are all human, and we all fall short. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. All right, so who else is talking in the news? Scotty Pippen. Scotty. What is going on inside his world? Scotty needs to tell this bourbon, this man, and this memoir book that he is just uh, just causing controversy here, there, and everywhere. Have y'all heard what Scotty's been saying in the news lately, ladies? No, ma'am. Okay, well let's let's just go ahead and talk about this now. Scotty Pippen, six-time NBA champion, uh, all-time defense player, to how many times? All NBA team. Oh, too many times count. NFL, uh, NFL, NBA Hall of Famer. I mean, Scottie Pippen just has a resume. You, you want to see a resume? 
Don't put it up against Michael Jordan, but it's up there. I mean, you know, Scotty's a man. But Scotty, he need to put that bourbon down. I don't know if he's drinking it, selling it, or what. But Scotty was speaking to GQ Magazine. Uh, this was last week. And in the article, um, he says he was speaking on the difference between LeBron James and Kevin Durant, specifically Kevin Durant in Game 7 against the Milwaukee Bucks. And he, I quote, KD can score better than LeBron, probably always have been able to. But has he surpassed LeBron? Nah, he tried to beat the Milwaukee Bucks instead of utilizing his team. LeBron James would have figured out how to beat them, and he wouldn't have been exhausted, and he may not have taken the last shot. But LeBron ain't KD, and KD ain't LeBron. KD is a shooter, a scorer, but he doesn't have what LeBron has. Well, we all know how sensitive KD can be. So KD, in response to Scottie Pippen, said this, I quote, Didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings his coach drew up to play for a better shooter? This guy, Scott, also wanted to enjoy his summer, so he chose to rehab during the season, LOL. Yo, ask Scottie Pippen. They followed Phil, not you. End quote. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. So then, and he wasn't done. He wasn't done. Scotty Pippen went on the Dan Patrick show, and they were discussing the play, as Katie alluded to, uh, in 1994, where Phil Jackson drew up the play for Tony Kukoc. We all remember this, and Scotty was in his feelings, and he refused to go in the game in the final seconds of that of that game. Well, let's listen to the uh, dialogue between Dan Patrick and Scotty Pippen. Let's take a listen. Have you talked to Phil about this? Because by saying a racial move, then you're you're calling Phil a racist. I don't got a problem with that. Do you think Phil was or is? Oh yeah. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. And that was in reference to Scottie Pippen alluding that he felt it was a uh, there were racial undertones or motives why he put Tony Kukoc in to take the last shot. Then Scottie Pippen. Ladies, just your overall thoughts. What's going on with Scottie? Uh, hey, Lou, we'll have you kick that one off. Can we say, give me a bottle so I can suck the bottle? What? I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Now, how much truth is in that, whatever, you know. And, you know, I mean, that's why I I said what I said. You're going to point a finger, and you got about three or four pointed back at you, you know, because Durant just basically dug up his past, and there was validity in that. You know what I mean? But 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 uh, and and there's some truth. I mean, LeBron's would have found a way, as you know. That's the king, King James people. So uh, you know, to compare the two, they're different in a lot of ways. But I think the finish, they both. Uh, Grant, uh, what's his name? Durant has won as many championships as LeBron. You know, so he's 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 a little more skilled and and everything. You know, and like I said, he's the best player in the world right now. So. Um, you know, it, I just think we need to stop shooting at each other like that. You know, uh, just pun, you know, just shooting unnecessarily. Let's support each other, people. Can't we all just get along? Rodney King. Oh, not the Rodney. Not the King. Not that King. My goodness. <laughs> all right, I tell you what, this is going to be, I love a teaser. I love a teaser. So, Janelle, I want you to hold your thoughts. 
write them down if you need to, because I have a pen and paper next to me all the time. I was just, you know, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. But seriously, though, <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to gonna pause it right there. We will get Janelle's thoughts. I will comment on it as well. But right now we are going to jump into our last break because the clock on the wall says it is time. It is time. After that, for the baddest lady in the land, when her pen hits that pad. So we will jump to our last break. We will have Lucinda's lyrics up right after the break, and then we will continue the conversation. Got it. What's the 411? What's going on over there? We'll talk about it and so much more when we come back right after the break. They come talk about you, but they gon' complain when I'm used to flexing. They're gonna say some things that don't do nothing but remind me. And if they bring in the problem, there's no side, boy. You wanna tell me how it is, but there's no No time, no time. No time for it. 
Scotty. I ain't got no time for it now. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. And you already know, I said it. Look at the clock on the wall. It tells you right now it is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the room when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Evening, LL Sports 2. Well, the NBA Finals are slowly coming to an end, and one team from each side has to win. The Bucks and the Hawks are tied 2-2. Two to two. The Bucks are wondering what they should do, because Guinness injured his left knee in Game 4. This two-time MVP awkwardly landed on the floor. Nonetheless, there is no structural damage. However, his team is wondering, how will they manage? The Hawks outscored them in every quarter except the fourth. Even with Trey Young on the bench facing North. This series must be watched because a victory is what both teams are trying to notch. Then there's my Clippers against the Suns. One game behind, yet still pulling out guns. Playing in desperate mode, they can't lose one game. And they have no one but themselves to blame. They must continue to play excellent defense, as well as playing at their own pace, which makes sense. I'm rooting for my Clippers to win it all, as they continue to grow as a team in playing basketball. You did that. Thank you so much for the show tonight. Oh, you did that. And then ended on a note, literally. You better go. You better go ahead. You better go ahead. Oh, Lord. All right, now. Wonderful job, as always, as always. So before we uh, jumped into break, we were talking about old Scotty Pippen there and, you know, just his thoughts and everything. And uh, we got a loose side of it. So now, what's going on with Scotty? You know, Scotty always has been emotional. I don't know if um, he's gotten older and it's gotten worse or what. He has. He has always been emotional. Um, and I, I don't know if he's as he's gotten older, it's gotten worse or I, I don't know what's going on with him. I, I know he has no room to no room to talk about folks when when he used to be the same little crybaby that we see out on the courts now. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so that kind of leads me to my to my next question. So you ladies have no problem with KD um, not addressing what he was talking about, but you know as far as this because it, it was a basketball analysis. You know, basically he was just trying to say, comparing KD to LeBron, that LeBron is more team-oriented. You know, he doesn't have to be the one taking the shot, and he would have found a way to utilize the team in order to win that game seven versus being totally exhausted and not being able to come through. So the fact that KD came back at basically bringing up Scotty's past, you know, about him pouting, and uh, the team not following him, 
um, y'all have no problem with Katie's clapback. I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I happen in this instance, I happen to agree to a, to an extent mm-hmm. um, on what Scotty said about LeBron and and uh, KD. My problem is they shouldn't be compared at all. Hmm. Hmm. And, and I agree with Janelle on that one. The comparison, it wasn't necessary because they're different players. And, you know, LeBron's wasn't always a a team, including his team. At one time, LeBron used to hog everything. And he realized that he can, you know, when you make it as a, when a team does it, then he doesn't have to work so hard. But there was times before he matured that he was, that he was making sure that we're going to win this even if he has to carry them on his shoulder. You know what I mean? Okay, now. I, now I have to I have to correct you on that because when he played like that he was in Cleveland and he didn't have anybody he didn't have a team around him that he could depend on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you right. It was with Cleveland, but uh, and, and and that's when he was younger, I guess. Well, you got a point there, you little whipper snapper. You, I tell you, you told me something. <laughs> <laughs> now, ladies, let, let me ask you the question. Now we do know that LeBron is. He's in his, his golden years. I'm putting. I'm saying that in quotes of basketball. We don't. We don't know how much longer. I say at least probably about two or three more seasons. Now, would you say that KD is the one who will receive the torch from LeBron once LeBron leaves as the best player in the league, potentially? Would you agree with that statement? Possibly. Uh, possibly. As long as, he, as long as he stays home, but when you get a little cocky and arrogant, you start to use making a lot of mistakes. Well, no, no, I'm just, I'm just asking. Do you think that KD will be the one receiving the torch from LeBron as the best in the league um, once LeBron is, or is he not elevating himself to be the best player in the league at this time? What do you think, Neil? That's a tricky question. Um. We've seen that KD has the ability to score, but he doesn't. He doesn't get his team involved when he needs them. So that's that's it's a tricky question. It, it's a it's a very tricky question. Um, I'm sure in many people's eyes he will be, mm-hmm. because let's not. I, I don't want to take anything away from him because he's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal basketball player, mm-hmm. but he's not perfect. No, 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 no. He he needs to he he needs to depend on his team, and, and now he actually has a team. And what he did when he was with Golden State too, he had a team that he could depend on. Mm-hmm. Now he has a team that he can actually depend on. There are players that are on his team that can actually you know step up to the plate and give him a break when he needs it. But he don't count on them. He throw up forty eight okay. points when he feel like it. Okay, well, you're leading. You lead lead me down. Lead me down the road. That's the remix of he's on down the road. Um, so if you see a potential, you see an athlete with the potential that's going to take over the lead once the reigning team retires, you see what it takes in order to be successful. The blueprint has already been laid down for you. I mean, it's been laid down from Kareem to Magic to Shaq to 
Michael, you know, Michael Jack down the line, okay? So if we know that you're not going to lead or win with that me, me, my selfish mentality, I'm taking the last on all that. So the blueprint has already been laid for you, but you're just not there yet. If someone just brings to your attention, okay, you know, LeBron has been down there. He didn't, you know, he didn't spell it out in so many words, but LeBron's been down that path, but he finally learned how to win. KD's not LeBron because X, Y, Z. So could this not be a teaching moment? Now, not to say that Scotty did it in the best tone form or said it in the best words, but could this just be a way of acknowledging you're not LeBron yet? Not saying that he's really comparing them, but I believe that once LeBron hangs it up, KD is going to be the best player in the league, hands down. Um, you know, with coming off of this Achilles, I think his defense is the only thing that suffered a little bit. But offensively, that that it, 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 nobody stopped KD. I mean, it, it, he proved that in in the a series against the Milwaukee Bucks. That boy can just pull up and shoot whenever, wherever, however he feels like it, unless he's just dog tired and then it's going to be going through the air ball. But once he gets, you know, full capacity, will you know, only time will tell if he will still be that defensive threat, you know, after this injury. But if you're going to be past the torch, it's just, you know, there's just a certain way that helps you to win. And maybe Scotty was just, you know, bring it to life. You're not LeBron yet because you're still in that me taking the last shot, me, you know, not utilizing the team. What do y'all think? I, 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 had to get that out. I kind of agree with you. He, he he could be the best if he, but you know, but but the best is a, is a person that's what around it, and they can they can get what they need to help their team, but they also can include their team. Now, if he can master that and improve in that area, then yes, he will be the best player. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Janelle. Uh, I I agree with Miss Lucinda. Well, chocolate chip cookies. TJ, did she say she agreed with me? Chocolate chip cookies. Calm down. down. 317-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL42. All right. Well, like I said, uh, hopefully this will be the last. Maybe this was just a week Scotty needed to to then or get out. But let's just hope these bourbon sales. Um, are through the roof, and uh, this memoir, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a number one bestseller, but let's just get Scotty something else to do because, Scotty, you're just, you're getting on my nerves right about now. I love you, Scotty. I always have, but you keep talking like this, and I don't know. I'm about to put you on the back burner. All right, ladies. So let's jump in to hear some more basketball news real quick. We know that the, um, we're moving into July. Can y'all believe it? We are halfway through the year. July 1st is tomorrow. That means that the Olympics, Tokyo Olympics, are right around the corner. I believe they kick off July 22nd, 23rd, something like that. I should know, but I don't. Y'all should forgive me. But we know uh, we have now um, known that the roster is a men's basketball. Um, Ladies, just want to go over this here real quick. So they are saying that uh, James uh, James Harden, he did, you know, pull out of the of the um, roster, which he should have. But right now, um, 
representing the USA for Team USA in Tokyo, Chicago Bulls, uh, Zach Levine, Detroit Pistons, Jeremy Grant, um, of course, KD from the Brooklyn Nets, um, Draymond Green of the Warriors, Damian Lillard of Portland, Bradley Beal, Washington, Bam Adebayo, Miami, uh, Jason Tatum of the Celtics, and Kevin Love of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, also three players that will be on the roster, they are currently, you know, still playing in the playoffs, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Chris Middleton, Andrew Holiday, and Phoenix's Devin Booker. So because they are still active um, and with if they were to make it to the finals, you know, the finals could play as late as July 22nd. So that's the very last date for an NBA finals if they went to a game seven. So if they were to either one of or either one of these three, if they were to be playing all the way up until then, um, Team USA's first game in Japan is scheduled for July 25th against France. But all three of them, Middleton, Holiday, and Booker, they all three have committed to traveling quickly to Japan by a private plane. Um, this is according to Michael Colangelo of um, the World Federation. So um, regardless if they end up playing in Game 7, in any one of those three, um, they will be making a quick turnaround to Japan um, for the July 25th game. And they're also saying that Team USA will assemble um, on the 4th, the Sunday, uh, for training camp in Las Vegas, and they play an exhibition game, um, actually exhibition games against Spain, Australia, Nigeria, and Argentina before leaving for Tokyo. So, again, we have Zach Levine, Jeremy Grant, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Bam Adebayo, Adebayo, I'm sorry, Jason Tatum, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Devin Booker representing um, Team USA. Tina, who's coaching them? <laughs> that is a good question. I will have to Google that. I want to say it's um, is it Coach K? I believe it's still Coach K this year. He talked about it in his um, press conference. But let me see if I can Google that. But my question, ladies, um, in addition to that, will Team USA bring home the gold with that lineup? We'll kick it off with you. Did you did you include my uh, Kawhi's not up in there, is he? No, Kawhi ain't playing for Team USA. He can he can't play for the Clippers. Why are you playing for Team USA? Okay, you just need to calm it down. I just asked the question, and I'm starting, and it won't be nothing. Okay. Oh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, I have to keep calming you, young people? I you know what? Y'all just too but just got too much now energy. How you feel? Every other week. Uh, Go ahead. Answer <laughs> Wait, what you say? What you say? What you say? I said, now you see how we feel every other week. Having call <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah, I think that we should bring home the gold and the silver and the purple and the green, too. Oh, Lord. Gold, silver. Now, let me, let me say this. That... It's gold, silver, bronze. A, it's no. a nice line. It's a nice lineup. Okay, it's, that's a nice mm-hmm. lineup. 
The problem is none of those players meld together. It was different when we were talking about um, back back when the original Dream Team and the second Dream Team were players. Those players knew how to come together and play as a team. Don't none of everybody is all about me, me, me. Don't none of those players meld together. So unless they know, unless they learn how to play with each other as a team and depend on each other, we're gonna get slaughtered. Because the Europeans, the um, the the Europeans don't uh, don't play like they used to. They got game now. Okay, and it's a big body in the in uh, European league. Yeah, I mean honestly, who's gonna play? Bam out of the bio. Yeah, they tall and they shoot well as well. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't feeling too good about this lineup, y'all. I'm just going to tell you. And who's the center? Sam? Um, yeah, he'd have to be. We ain't going to put Kevin Durant now um, as the center. Got a lot of shooters. Um, he's definitely not a center. Durant is not a center. He's tall. He got the height, but he doesn't know how to be a center. Hey, he, he can't he can't put you can't put that put him against those big bodies in in, in uh, the European those European countries. Um, so it looks like uh, Villanova's day. I'm sorry to answer your question, Janelle. It says Villanova's day right will join Popovich and fellow assistants Kerr and Lloyd Pierce, the former Atlanta Hawks coach, on the sidelines for Team USA. So it looks like Greg Popovich. Yeah, that's um... – I I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because, you know, heading into the Olympics, what was it? Uh, we had the Dream Team in, what was that, 92? 92. 92. And before we put together the Dream Team, you know, we were putting in college, college players, and, um, you know, it wasn't the best of the best, which, you know, we went over there to the Olympics and we were getting beat down because they were, you know, they were playing the best, the best. That's why the Dream Team was put together. Uh, and then we were just, you know, dominated since then. And what was it? Um, not last year. No, what I'm saying, not last uh, Olympics. Or was it their last Olympics? Um, where we took? No, uh, it was the it was the Olympics before when they almost got when they almost got beat. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was. It was all-star caliber, don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the, the people on the team were all-star, but they weren't our dream team, of, of, you know, of, of that, that era, that time. So I think now we've just kind of gone back to putting together a group of all-stars and then thinking that we can go over there and compete with the top teams in the rest of the rest of the world. And I, just, I, I, I don't feel comfortable about this, or confident, I should say, about this team. And just like you said, Janelle, these are all – you know, whenever they get their hands on the ball, they want to shoot it up because they don't get to touch the ball that much other than Kevin Durant. And can somebody tell me why Kevin Durant is playing in the Tokyo Olympics? Is it just me? Should he really be going? 
He ain't got nothing else to do. He's sitting at home with everybody else. The man is still is coming off of an Achilles injury. And he just he he just played a full and, and everyone wants to complain about all the injuries that we've experienced in these NBA playoffs due to the shortened season. And now you want to go over to Tokyo and play? I don't know. Just one and one don't add up two to me on this. With Kevin Durant. Everybody else I'm okay with. Collateral <laughs> damage. Yeah. So, but neither, neither one of y'all see a problem with Kevin Durant going to Tokyo? Okay. I mean, he seems to be okay. Exactly. Okay. He's not back to 100%. You got Kyrie coming off of his ankle injury. You got James Harden. He had to sit out due to the hamstring. I don't know. I just, I don't know. If I were a Brooklyn Nets fan, I would have, I would have a serious problem with Kevin Durant going over there to Tokyo. Because you let something happen to that boy over there and he can't play in the see, upcoming season, it's going to be terrible because we we'll we'll see how they do. I'll be watching. Cousins over here showing out, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't tell the story, Lou, bro, for those of us who are taking All right, I'm not saying it's oh. the first quarter is over. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Well, you you're happy, so it looks like they're doing they're doing all right. Three four seven yeah, eight two. Yeah, all right. Not good, but all right. Seven nine two four eight. As long as they in it, because I can tell you who wasn't uh, doing all right. That was the Milwaukee Bucks last night. Because the Atlanta Hawks came and took control. Control. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. TJ. Okay, I'm sorry. I just love it. I love it. All right, though. She can sound like a hawk. She actually sounds like a hawk, and you know, and I think she prides herself in that. You keep on, and you got to teach Aunt Lou how to make the sounds. Okay. Yes, yeah, well, since you're making duck sounds for chickens, I really don't know what's going on. Neither do I, baby. Neither do I. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. I love it. All right, so a little bit uh, more basketball news here um, for the Portland Trailblazers. Ford Carmelo Anthony, he won. Uh, give me some applause on this right here. He won the 2021 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice uh, Champion Award, and this is the first recipient of this award. Um, award I'm sorry. So um, shout out to Carmelo Anthony uh, for winning the inaugural um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion Award. All right. So let's see here. Uh, TJ, can I ask you a question? Sure. Before you move on to something else, before you yes. move on to your next subject, um, yes. what's going on with Damian Lillard? In regard to? Because all I keep reading is trade this and trade that. Are they trading him? Well, as far as I know, no. Damian Lillard has said that he wants to remain, you know, a Portland Trailblazer. He wants to bring a championship to them. Now, they're saying with the Chauncey Billups hire that, you know, if it doesn't go well, then there could be the rumbles that he would want out. 
Now, I'm not sure if he lobbied for Chauncey Billups. I know he was he was high on Jason Kidd. He wanted Jason Kidd to be the new coach of the Portland Trailblazers. So I'm not sure if it's, you know, kind of just, um, you know, um, he, he's just not happy, you know, with the, with the Chauncey Billups hire and someone in his camp. Maybe, maybe, you know, he talked to someone. I, I don't, I'm not sure. But it's, it's just been kind of rumored that, you know, if it doesn't go too well in the first, I guess, year of Chauncey Billups' um, tenure, he may want out. That's all I've heard. Okay. Yeah. So we shall see. We shall see. But um, you know, I hope I, I I hope both of them are successful. Um, but at least you know, again, with all the recycling to see with the with with the other coach, what Tom Thibodeau, uh, Rick Carlisle, um, I mean Jeff is uh, I mean Stan Van Gundy had three or four jobs. He never stays more than two or three years, but he he's land in somebody's you know coaching position. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how this works out. Even Jason Kidd has been recycled. It's his third, you know, he's going on his third tenure, or third team. I'm sorry, that's coach. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, ladies, and a little bit of football notes here. Um, there was one. See if I can get to this. Where is it? One moment. Um, okay. Where's my football news? I lost it. There we go. All right. NFL news, real quick. Uh, wide receiver Demarius Thomas, he has announced his retirement. He's a four-time Pro Bowl wide receiver, and he did win Super Bowl 50 with the Broncos. And the NFL has approved alternate helmets starting in 2022. So not for this season, but next season. And they're saying the teams can wear them with, their, uh, with either their throwbacks, their alternates, or their color rush uniforms. Um, teams have been limited to one helmet since 2013 for safety reasons. Uh, but, ladies, all of a sudden, they're going to have a new helmet that's been approved. And do y'all remember, I don't think it was last season, but the season before last, when one Antonio Brown problem with his helmet and he was wanting to change it, but there was a big fuss that Antonio Brown, he just caused too much drama. Now he wants to change the yep. helmet. And now two years later, the NFL is deciding to have alternate helmets. Things that make you go, hmm. Any thoughts on that? Lady? I definitely remember that. I mm-hmm. definitely remember that. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going on with the NFL, but, oh, well, at least they'll have an alternate that they can choose from when they wear their throwback, their alternate, or their gold rush jersey. All right. Shout out to the NFL there. And, 71, count them, 71 days, we're moving down, we're less than three months, y'all, start of NFL, kickoff, uh-oh, I can't contain myself, no, I'm not having convulsions, I'm just happy, moving, shaking, jittering, all right, 71 days, NFL countdown, week one, yay, and on that note, ladies, it's a wrap, that's the show, hey, thank y'all so much for tuning in to us tonight. So, ladies, we will go ahead with our shout-out. Janelle, you are 
are on set. Um, I just want to give, first off, go Hawks and go Braves. Let me get that out the way. Um, I want to give a shout out to Miss um, Terry and let her know that she stays in my prayers and I hope things work out so she can come back soon. And um, to Marlon, because I miss hearing his voice, and Miss Lucinda. Um, she took your place for Jukebox Judy tonight. All she did was sing all night. I don't know what was going on with that, but um, I'm always happy to hear her voice because at least I know she's okay. As okay as she can be for her for her mental status. Let me just say that. Um, TJ, I, I love you, honey. Uh, you you are just. I'm so proud of you because you continue to live your dream and give all of us the ability to realize that dreams do come true. You have to work on it and pray on it, but they do come true. So I'm I'm so proud of you for that. But it don't don't um don't think it's gonna stop here because it's definitely going further. Thank you so much, Janelle. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Lou, what say you? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay, it's, we, are, we are at the beginning of the second quarter. Don't start crying now. It's going to be okay. Okay. Oh, Lord, have mercy. They, okay. Okay, I'm going to try to focus. Let me get my mind focused. I just want to say, um, I just want to say that I love you, girls. I love you, Janelle. I love you. I love you. I love you. Uh, you you was kind of behaving yourself for a minute. I was. I think you're doing really well with Miss in Miss Terry's absence. She need to come on back. Let me let me let me let me get let me do that cow call on her. Moo moo moo. Miss Terry, you Please need to don't. get on back. You will never here. return with that noise. <laughs> <laughs> she might come back so she can help me move. Come on back, Miss Terry. We missing you, girl. We love you. Uh, I hope all is well with you. I'm going to continue to pray for you until you, uh, until you get back on this line. I expect you back next week. If not, I'm going to have to come to Atlanta, and it is not going to be pretty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to give a shout-out to Stella. Uh, the third Today is Stella's birthday. That is Rebecca's godmother, Stella Gonzalez. She's 61 today. Happy birthday, Stella. And then on the 4th of July, my great-niece, Tina's great-cousin, Cameron, she is nothing but a queen, I mean a princess, and she's an actress. She'll be eight years old on July 4th. So we just blow it up, Cameron, just blow it up. Happy birthday to you. Um, I see, let me go down my list here. Got about 16 more people. Just kidding. TJ, 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 TJ. I love you so much, girl. Um, you know when you get when you get uh, a little free and act up and get crazy, you just make your Aunt Lou act worse. You know that. But I'm gonna tell you, I apologize because I had some uh, 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 chocolate chip cookies and a lemon cookies, and I think sugar. Me and sugar just sugar makes me more hyper. Probably don't need to eat sugar because that's my high. But um, that's what your Aunt Lou had, and you know because I don't, I don't do sugar like that like I used to. 
So that was that was part of my problem tonight. So y'all please forgive me. Um, okay. For tonight. I hope you can. But I just want to tell you, TJ, your lineup was great, uh, conversation good. You picked topics that we just going to agree to disagree or we going to disagree to fight, and then we make up. But I just love it, you know what I mean, because uh, without a leader like you, I don't know what we would be. We'd be, uh, you know, like a... Uh, a sheep that don't know where to go. Where am I going? Where am I going? Ma, meow, you know. Okay, so. Lou. Thank you for this. <laughs> <laughs> next week, y'all. <laughs> she shut me down, didn't she? It's closed. Okay. This too is closed. All right, though. I love you, ladies. And uh, we'll be back. Same time. Love you right back. Okay. I love you, girl. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye now. Three one seven two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies on LL Sports Two. That rounds out the triple threats tonight: uh, Janelle, Aunt Lou, and TJ. Oh, how I love those ladies! All right, y'all. So let's see Wednesday Wikipedia for tonight, June thirtieth. I'm telling y'all, we're six months in the 2021 year. What? 1994, the U.S. Figure Skating Association stripped Tanya Harding of the 1994 national championship and banned her from the organization for life for an attack on rival Nancy Kerrigan. Man, those are the things that movies are made out of, and they literally made a movie out of that. All right, that is your Wednesday Wikipedia for tonight. All right, birthdays for today. Michael Phelps, the Olympic uh, world uh, Olympic swimmer. Um, I still think he holds the most gold medals, I think, still. Turns 36. Uh, Fantasia Barino, our, our artist tonight, she turns 37. And Iron Mike. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'm going to knock you out. I know. Probably the worst impersonation. <laughs> Guess what, though? He turns a double nickel, 55. All right. So happy birthday to those individuals. All right. So that is going to do it for the show tonight, y'all. As I always say, whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, or two hours, we truly appreciate the support. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend about your girls on Wednesday night. All right. Shout out to Marlon of Silicon Valley. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. I saw you tonight, Harold. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you know, I always wear my hat to the left, okay? I got to do it like that. All right, shout out to the Chambers Brothers. Happy belated birthday to my girl, Valicia Dickerson. She celebrated her birthday yesterday. Happy, happy birthday to Mama Bowman. That's why I am rocking the 53, yes, one of the all-time greatest linebackers in San Francisco 49ers history. I said it, and I mean it, Navarro Bowman. But Mama Bowman, she will celebrate her birthday um, tomorrow, and to my mommy's friend, Timothy Sawyer, big deal, he will celebrate, so they celebrate their birthdays tomorrow, July the 1st, happy early birthday, shout out, yes, to my cousin, cousin Tamron, he has so many names, Tamron Mahogany, um, I forgot, so let me just stop at Tamron Mahogany, but her birthday is on the 4th, along with my girl, Janice Stewart, and my friend, Kyle Simmons, so they will all be celebrating their birthday on the holiday, July 4th. And to each and every one of you, make sure that you have a very safe 
and happy 4th of July weekend. All right. Great big shout-out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. She did that, y'all. I'm telling you, you missed it. Catch it on the recording here on Facebook or on the podcast, um, Blog Talk Radio. Always bringing the strength, always professional, um, just always ready. I love you, Aunt Lou. I thank you for your support. To Janelle, I love you. I thank you for your friendship, for those words. I'm telling you, you don't know how that just pours into me, how it rejuvenates me, how it just keeps my cup full. Thank you for your friendship, for your love, um, and just uh, for being you. To Terry, we miss you again, um, sending you prayers and just God's covering over you and your family. We hope that you are able to return soon. You know, I think uh, Aunt Lou was a bully back in the day because, you know, she always talking about what she's going to do if you don't come back or who don't come back. You know, we love you, and we just want you to return when you can. Okay, love you. <laughs> but to all of the ladies, I thank you for your love, for your sacrifice each and every Wednesday. All right? Of course, a great big shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least, to my mom. Miss Denise Green, for everything you do for me, for LL Sports 2. Um, I say it each and every week, but I mean it. I love you. I thank you. I appreciate you. Down like four flat, but our flat, our tires ain't flat. Hello. I love you, Essie. All right, y'all. So that is going to do it for the show tonight. Um, leaves us with time for one more thing, which is TJ's motivational moment. Um you know, I, I spoke on this a uh, couple, oh, I think I don't know, it might have been last week, about how you have to have people, you know, pour back into you. Um, I say it all the time that words are powerful, and we must always be um, mindful. We must always be persistent, uh, but we must always be, um, you know, uh, very precise with our words. Uh, what we're saying over our lives and what we're saying over the lives of our loved ones or, or over anyone, really, because, again, words hold a lot of power, a lot of power in the tongue. Um, but with that said, you also need to have the right people around you, um, as I always say, whether you are going into a new endeavor, um, trying out something new, going through a rough time in your life, um, you know, just whatever it is. You always want to have those people who are uplifting you and supporting you and speaking positivity over your life. Um, you know, I said this last week. I'll say it again. You know, I'm just so thankful that I have a praying mother, that I had a praying grandmother and great-grandmother. Um, I have a praying grandmother still. I'm thankful for that. I had a praying grandfather um, who prayed uh, not over for her, only for his family, but for his seed. And you can tell when the favor of God is over you because it is nothing that you have done, but it is for those, for the grace of God, for those who have uh, prayed life over you and into you. Um, I say that to say my mom always um, starts her day with a daily prayer. And, you know, she shares it with myself and my brother. And so today... I just want to share this prayer with you today. Um, hopefully it helps you as much as um, it has helped me in 
just knowing what it is that, or receiving that confirmation. You know, if you're like me, sometimes I just want God to be like, Tina, I'm talking to you, like literally, you know. But in, if you're paying attention and if your eyes are open, if, if your soul is open, you know when God is speaking to you. You know when God is moving in your life. And things just don't just they don't just happen. Nothing is coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe that everything is in its timing and for its purpose. So a lot of times my mom she'll share something with me and she's like, you know, Tina, that's just what I needed for today. Not realizing how impactful it is on my life. Um, you know, a lot of times you don't tell everybody what's going on. You shouldn't tell everybody what's going on. You know why? Because a lot of times people are just gonna they ain't gonna do nothing. They just gonna sit around and talk about you. Learned that a long time ago. So keep a lot of things inside. You tell the people who you know who have your back and who have your best interests at heart. But don't go around telling everybody your business. No, they don't care. They, you know, they, like I said, they just want to talk about you. But again, I want to share this prayer with you. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom, wasting time trying to prove ourselves to other people and let God himself bring our story to light. I mean, don't worry about what somebody's saying behind your back. Don't care about how people view you, think about you, whatever. You worry about what God thinks about you, how God thinks about you, and, and know what you're doing for yourself is right. So I go ahead to leave you with this, this prayer. Father, save me from the need to justify myself to others. Help me to stop worrying so much about how others see me. Instead, let me commit myself to you. Help me to trust you to take care of my reputation. Let others say whatever they want to say. You in these verses, we are once again told to trust in the Lord. Every time we are reminded of this, we are also given a promise. In this case, we are promised that God will bring forth our righteousness and our judgment. When we commit ourselves to the Lord, we put our cares in his hands. We trust him to maintain our reputation. We no longer have to justify ourselves to anyone. God has us. Don't care what nobody else say about you, what they think about you. It don't matter. They ain't putting food on your table. They ain't putting clothes on your back. And they do not matter in what their opinion is, is of you. Because, baby, let me tell you something. They probably ain't got nothing going on in their life. All right? Yeah, I did get this country on you. That's that Monroe, Louisiana. Y'all be blessed, all right? That's TJ, and I'm, that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourselves. But most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.